you like stories about haunted locations, or maybe tales of cryptids and spooky folklore from around the world. If so, why not tune in to Haunted Escapes with Chris and Diane, where all this and more will be discussed. New episodes drop every Sunday, the visual versions the following Friday on YouTube. So why not come join us on our Haunted Escapes? Hi, this is Diane. And this is Kelly of the History Goes Bump podcast. We are in our 10th year of production for the podcast. And we can say without reservation that no other podcast has covered as many haunted locations as we have. We prove that history isn't boring. It's terrifying. Find History Goes Bump wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it spooky. friends, Amy here. Welcome to The Activity Continues. Today we have a special treat for you. We are interviewing the clients from the most recent episode of The Dead Files. That would be Season 15, Episode 7. This is the Maurer family. You remember Donalyn, Dennis, and Reagan. They are all joining us today for our interview. We had a great time talking about some behind-the-scenes stuff of the shooting of the Dead Files, as well as the outcome, which is not the same as what the show said. So stay tuned for that. So please enjoy our interview with the Maurer family. They were sweet. They were delightful. Yeah. Yeah, they were a gem. But I mean, honestly, who have we talked to who has not been great? I know. All the clients we've had on have been so much fun and so cool. They were. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just a fun episode. I felt like it, you know, watching it and then being able to talk to the people right afterward right. and be able to understand like what I thought the editing, by the way, was better in this episode than it's been the rest of the season. I agree. And that's why I wanted to ask, like, did you feel like it was edited in a way that represented what you thought? There were a few areas that I thought were confusing, but. Yeah. If people listen to the rest of the episode, they'll find out from Donalyn and Dennis how it's not as confusing. That's right. Yeah, they cleared up some stuff that we were confused about. They told some extra stories about crime. On. Yeah, I, I almost did too. That was that was sweet. Yeah. They were I got chills when Dennis was talking about the Tuskegee Airmen. Oh yeah. Uh I mean they were just really a genuine family and and I was so glad that we that they agreed to talk to us because yeah. I really enjoyed speaking with them. Yeah, me too. And uh, now I want to read some of Don Island's books. I know. <laughs> I'm totally going to go to Amazon and, and buy some <laughs> Yeah, because I love a good well, romance. As, as she was talking about, like, it's like, well, she does go into the pair, you know, do some ghosty type books. Uh, I do have an author that I love who does that and she's a Minnesota based oh. and she does... Um, so if you've ever been to like Superior Bayfields, you mm-hmm. understand some of the um, places that she talks about. I think she's Minnesota based. She's either Minnesota or Wisconsin. Um, I is her last name Miller. I totally can't remember. Nope. No, uh, Wendy Wen is who I'm talking about. No, I know, but what's Donalyn? Donalyn uh, uh, Ma- Maurer. 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 It's M A U R E R. 
And she just sent me a I'm in you. Yes. Falling into blue, a McGinty's of San Antonio series. Now, this is, I'm reading this. Oh, it looks so cute. Yep, and it's $0 with um, Kindle Unlimited, which I'm a part of. So oh, downloading that right now. Good. So what she send you in an email, AB? It says, Sorry, it's so I, much fun. Thank you. XOXO. Love them. Sweet. Yeah. Friends, enjoy the episode. We sure enjoy, enjoy it. it. They're great. They, they were family. They were great. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for agreeing yeah. to do this. We are so grateful every time people yeah. agree to talk to us. And um, we're just, we just watched your episode. Um, I know it just came out. And so, you know, we're just, we're so thankful. So first and yes. foremost, thank you so much for taking the time today to chat with us. Yeah. yeah thank you for having us. So what we generally do is just let you know that what we, what you want to share is what is the most important thing so whatever anything that you want to tell us about the activity in your house or about the recording of the show or about steve's height or whatever that's the important part the drone drone footage (laughs) yes drone usage yeah all of it's come up okay Um, let's just cover the drone usage first you dennis you can cover that he was like oh my god the yard the horrible uh, the house had burned down next door and they had a porta potty out front. They had been working on it for okay. like two and a half years. And he was like, oh my God. And we had had a pool installed. So the yard was dug up and everything. Uh-huh. And so when they did that drone footage, it was like, ah, you know, so for the man of the house, you know, he was like, oh my God, the yard looks terrible. So. Yeah. It just stinks. I didn't notice that. That's not a big deal. It's just, I honestly yeah, it don't terrible. think they use drone so, footage unless yeah. I'm I didn't see anything that looked bad. I saw a lot with like the car driving. I think there was a, there was like what, yeah, one shot maybe where yeah. I was like, oh, it must have been a hot summer or something. Yeah. And, but having a pool put in, that would explain. Yeah. 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 Okay. We, we've heard before that uh, Steve is not the biggest fan of the drone footage because they do, they made him take a lot of retakes somewhere and he's just like, why, why, why? <laughs> and then they don't end up using, um, so. Yeah, everybody was nice, yeah. Good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, that's what, that's what everyone says too. Yeah, we've heard so many times that Steve is mm-hmm. just so delightful, which is really how it comes across. Like every time we watch the show, you know, I always have such a big soft spot for Steve because he genuinely seems to care about the people. And when he gives people hankies, it just like tears at my little heartstrings. Well, I'm like, who carries hankies in like 2023? But Steve Shabby does. Yeah, I got mine. (laughs) So yeah, he 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 really does i mean it was like when you're nervous he just kind of comes in there and sits with you like he ate with us he ate dinner with us and Mm -hmm. just lunch and just kind of like before you were shooting and said okay you know so just talking about anything but the show you know talking about where you live the house cars you know whatever completely putting you at ease before you you go in there and then he really does care and that's not that's not a lie when when he says when he looks concerned he gets concerned. Yeah. He gets mad, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, one thing that I've noticed just watching some older episodes and then watching yours, especially, is 
with Steve, I think he's got that bullshit meter down pat because there are some episodes where you can see and he's just kind of like, I'm not sure if I'm feeling it so much. But there, I didn't see that with, with you guys when he mm-hmm. was talking with you because you also kind of stated, like, we've tried everything to try and figure out what's going on. And, and, as, yeah. and he calls and it especially out. especially Dennis being the logical brain that Amy P is. Like, I can, you know, Dennis is, we could see him really struggling. Like, I'm trying to logically explain this away. Um, and that's what Steve does. And so, yeah, it was, it was, it was just such a good episode. Mm-hmm. Like, it really was heartfelt. And the, the video of Dennis. Oh, my God. Oh, God. How many times oh did we have to God. watch that? I got, like. Yeah, they showed it over and over. I didn't. Almost know, a half dozen times. We, we get it. Yeah. I, it, it was, it was really, because that day I was, I was uh, telling, um everybody that that day that it happened, I had just walked outside. We were having a, like. Christmas movie PJ family night mm-hmm. and he was hanging lights. I had just walked outside. He was fine. I walked back in to do something and I walked back outside like just seconds later to tell him I was going to go jump in the shower. And he was sitting on the bench and I walked, I was like, Hey, I'm going to take a shower. And I walked over and I just saw like blood on his head and stuff. Oh, and I said, God. I said, what? what happened he goes i i fell i think so he had somehow he lost consciousness came 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 out in the video yeah he was out and then he kind of stumbled through the yard somehow and then he because we have the nest cam he made it to the porch and was sitting there in a daze he didn't even know what had happened and when i called 911 and ems came they had said do you have the nest do you have footage and that was the first time i saw it and I would be the the EMS guy said, "Oh yeah, you you gotta go." And he he was really badly Ugh, hurt. It looked like yeah. it. Well, I know even Cindy made a comment because I was so these two know like my brain has to go through the logic. <laughs> Dennis, we're we're talking right now about your fall off the ladder and how oh, many times they showed that. And and I was I was watching once would have been yeah. enough. Yeah, I mean we could have yeah, I mean, it and watched it, but I I definitely was looking I was like he his hands weren't even touching the ladder like no. your arms weren't even touching the ladder and you see that leg you could see it moves yeah. out yeah mm-hmm. right and see and... we hadn't noticed that till Steve pointed it out and off camera mm-hmm. he had turned it around and he said watch the leg and you see mm-hmm. that one leg Dennis isn't moving and it's kicked out yep and I yep. was just like oh wow this puts a whole new level on what's going yeah. on you know I- right now and it was like so sudden he couldn't even brace himself. Like, holy shit. Sorry, but, but exactly no. like it, I told Steve, you know, a thousand this you know, I've been on ladders thousands of times and and uh, you know, the ladder shifts sometimes and I can catch myself, but uh I didn't I my hands weren't on anything. They were up in the air. I think I was putting lights up or something right. and Right. Yeah. So when it when it happened, I, I just uh yeah, I I had nowhere to go put test felt. Um, well, I, I mean, Dennis, the one thing that I saw that was really intriguing is because probably you've been on ladders so often, your body reacted to protect your head because you mm-hmm. turned and really fully went down flat on your back. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and yes, you did. You still hit your head, but you, I mean, God. a lot of people hit shoulder head and then, you know, have a lot more damage there rather than flat on the back, which you still had damage, obviously. Yes. Yes. 
Yes, I, my head was bleeding. And as I mentioned, you know, I, I did have some um, uh, uh, bleeding inside the the brain, but they, uh, yep. but the doctor said it was just a little bit. Um, and they, and then, you know, I stayed in the hospital for a couple of days and they monitored yeah. it and I was good, good. to go. So. Well, we're glad. And what was weird was I had walked outside, checked out, I was going in and out, in and out, because mm -hmm. even though he's been on a ladder and he does this on his job daily, you know, I had been in and out. Reagan had just come in. We had been going in and out, in and out, checking on him. And it was like, it was right when he was done that he mm -hmm. was putting the last staple in and I'm going up to take a shower. Reagan walks in and it happened. Yeah. He was done. He was done putting up he the light. He was life. waiting for you. He was waiting. And that's what it was. It's like he was done. It was. The guy, the, the butcher was waiting for you guys both to be away so nobody could help him. Yeah. I, I think. I think that's true. Scary. Yeah. Oh, it's so scary. So speaking of the butcher, I know that Cindy talked about him a ton during her walk. Um, and it wasn't really talked about in the reveal. Did she talk about him more during the reveal? Because we know that those reveals are hours long and they cut most of it. But how much did she talk about him well, in the reveal? What they were saying was there wasn't a lot known about him other than what they did mm -hmm. actually share on the show. Okay. There, you know, that he oh, had, okay. yeah, he had been suspected of these, these dating, these women to crocodile, you know, the alligators and things like that oh. and all this other stuff, but nothing was ever proven. And when the police went right. out there to question him, I, they weren't even going to make an arrest. They were just like, hey, what's going on mm -hmm. here? These women are missing. He shot himself. And so that's yeah. really, I even looked up to see if I could research, you know, something mm -hmm. with it. And I couldn't find any more than what they really? found. Well, and I mean, it's not wow. like he doesn't have an uncommon name. Joseph, was it Ball or Bull? Bull. Okay. Joe Bull. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I swear every time Steve said it, okay. it sounded yeah. different in the the last name did. But the Brooklyn accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was... I was intrigued a little bit because it sounded like when Cindy was going through, she was talking about the butcher, but then the old man with treating Reagan like his daughter that he lost. And so I was wondering if there was any, it, at times it seemed like the two of them were kind of woven together because she was talked about, reminds me of my daughter that I lost, that you gave up and left on the side of the road. I was lost. just going to say, you didn't lose her, Simon. But then she, then she went, at least the way they edited it, it went straight to the butcher. And then it didn't well, seem the like they really was, talked about the old man. Yeah, they had brought up my grandfather. And mm -hmm. he did lose a daughter. Okay. So he, he had oh. lost a daughter. Um, and here's another fun fact that y'all didn't get to see. So off, so Cindy, I think on her website, who she was beautiful, amazing, kind, everything. Yeah. You know, um, she had done a, done a personal sketch of... Um, for Reagan of her protector in the house. Oh my God. And mm -hmm. during the, they, they, they showed the picture, Cindy gave her the picture. And when they cut, I looked at Reagan and I said, that is my grandma, her great grandma. Oh. Mm -hmm. And, but they had identified her, which they cut it out as a, a, an Italian nun from the 16th century or something like that. And I said, 
17th century nun. Yeah. So I said, I told Reagan, I said, that's grandma. And she said, yeah, that's grandma. So I, I even showed it to family members. And I said, uh, what does this look like? No prompting. They said, oh, that's grandma. And I said, okay. So it was kind of nice to know that my grandmother and my grandfather yeah. were here. But I love Yeah, but that. he did. He did lose. They did lose a daughter. So okay. that was kind of confusing oh, to me, okay. too. They lost her at birth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I would say the way that they cut it made it look like they were t- trying to connect it to the, the original homeowner, Simon. Oh, yeah, Simon. Yeah. 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 I did, yeah. Simon, who had threatened Edna to marry five him kids. and then yeah. Yeah, left his five-year-old. Oh, right. Ophelia. Ophelia. I, he was just a delightful person. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we've gone to a psychic a few times with Amy, and she tells me every time that my maternal grandmother is with me, who I never yep. met. She passed um, a couple months before my parents got married, and they've been married 50 years. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah, so she's, yeah, she's been with me pretty much, she said, That's my so whole cool. life, which is so yeah. nice to... That is nice. I recently had my great-grandmother come through as one of my angels, so I was curious if there was any conversation you said protector if your grandfather was posted as kind of like he's one of your angels because she said he's always mm-hmm. with you yeah you. yeah i think uh no i was just gonna say yeah they they had um had said that your grandfather was your protector um mm-hmm. and for and for reagan uh grandma was the spirit guide i think is what cindy said mm-hmm. yep. yep yep spirit yeah. guide we all have those, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's and so she said sweet. that she's always with Reagan or near Reagan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh my yeah. God, that just melts my heart. I love that for you. And Reagan. she said yeah. when that and how wonderful she said when the butcher was really attacking nice. her that my grandmother would actually lay or the nun, whichever you want to say, would yeah. lay lay over Reagan oh, and kind of protect her from from the butcher. So she would lay over her and kind of block whatever was coming at Reagan. That's really sweet. It is. You know, I, oh I, I, I have to say that, you know, what before the show, before the uh, the episode came out, I, I kind of wondered, you know, if, uh, you know, before we knew that it was coming on, if we were going to, if they were going to air our episode, because I, I thought, you know, we didn't. You know, as far as, especially my part, I didn't really offer a whole lot. Uh, and I thought, is there mm-hmm. enough, is there enough for an episode? But then when we saw the episode, I was really surprised and, uh, it was really good. I thought because, you know, they had those characters that we never met. We didn't see them mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, with the research that was done and everything. So yep. it, it turned out really, really good. And what, what they showed, mm-hmm. uh, 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 it was kind of a, a surprise. Also, I really wasn't sure. I knew the Joe, the butcher was going to be in there, but but uh, all of those, all that other information with the plane crashes and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I thought, wow, that's, I know. That, yeah, that's really cool because you know Steve did talk to us uh, um, about his investigation and and some of the things he found, and he mm-hmm. you know kind of in a sense of well, you know, I, I we'll see what Cindy finds, you know, but and he, yeah. he talked to us mm-hmm. about a, a whole array of things, you know, so it was really really interesting to see how it all came out on the show. Mm-hmm. It was it was really good. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. And speaking of the way that you're talking about that, that leads to a question I had of how did you feel watching it with the way it was edited? Do you feel that anything that you wanted to say was left out um, or something that would have made more of a connection like we just discovered with your grandfather and grandmother losing a child at birth? Was there anything else that you felt that 
Well, for me, one thing I wanted to say was um, I was raised by my grandparents. I love them dearly. They, I, I was just an infant. So <laughs> they, mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes, that's my mom and mm-hmm. dad. Yep. But yep. I did know my birth parents because of the, they were my paternal grandparents. And okay. they're both wonderful, okay. you know. So I don't, when I said, I think one thing that bothered me when I said, he's my father, he did, he's my dad. Mm-hmm. I do have a dad that I know today, and I want to acknowledge him as being really awesome oh, and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. He didn't raise me, but, you know, we have a, we have a relationship that's, that's beautiful and it's on itself. Good. Um, so I, and my mom passed away. We didn't have the best relationship, me and my yeah, birth sure mom, but uh, when we did other investigations, it was my mom that actually showed up that was protecting me. Wow. So, okay. oh. she, yeah, so she came through. So... It was like me and my mom made up after her death. You know, yeah, it was kind of yeah. like one of those things. We, we kind of like came to terms. I can understand that, not with parents, but with a friend who has passed and having had that connection mm-hmm. of, yeah, we're all good That's now. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So you mentioned that you had other investigations. Um, are you comfortable talking about what those were like and, and kind of the results from those? It was so funny because the other ones we had, it, you know, when, when things, okay, so I'll try to make it a long story short. We built the house in 2004. And when we were building, I remember seeing a, no, a news uh, broadcast where the Native Americans in the area were suing the builder because this was considered hollowed ground and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. And I remember oh, telling Dennis, oh, I, I don't want nothing. I saw poltergeist. I don't want anything to do with that business, <laughs> you know. You know, leave me on. No, no, no. So it was settled. However, we ended up moving out here. We moved in in 2004. And um, immediately it was, for me, it was not good. I think Reagan, are you there, Reagan? She had experiences. Julia had experiences. And um, it was just one of those things where it was finally, it came to a head one night. Dennis and I had had an argument. He left and went to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was laying in bed and uh, a girl appeared uh, at the door mm-hmm. peeking in. She kind of leaned in like that and looked in. And I said, I'm done. We're out. We're done. Yep. Same. And we're, that's it. Call it quits. We're done. Yeah. You're out. So, move. Yeah. yeah. We're done. So I told Dennis, we got to go. We got to get out of this house. And so he mm-hmm. took an assignment to D.C. So mm-hmm. when he took that, he got the assignment, took it. We had put the house up for sale and it wouldn't sell. So we did that whole thing where we'll rent it till it sells. And so we had right. three different, we're military. So we had three different military families renting the house that rented before they bought their own and whatever. So we lived in Virginia on a military base up there. Um, and so when he retired and we were coming back, we still had the house. And I was like, uh, I don't know, you know. And so he said, I said, I, he rationalized. I said, oh, we've had three different families living in there. Nobody's ever said anything about, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on. So we moved back in. Mm-hmm. And it, it just picked up right yeah. where it left off. And then it intensified. Yeah. And it yeah. was like one of those things where, that's why I got the cameras and set them up because I was telling, I would tell Dennis, something's going on in the kitchen. Yep. And I'd say things are falling, things are doing this and that. And so I bought a camera for the kitchen and then, then things started happening in the bedroom and I bought a camera for the bedroom. 
And I, you know, I was saying, I, I got to, they think I'm crazy. They think I'm loony. But then I was able to show them things. And yeah, the, mm-hmm. the psychic that I worked with locally, the, the different psychics, they didn't want to come in without team. Mm-hmm. they would be like, we'll see if we can get people together and come in, but we're not coming right. in again by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, yeah. okay. And that's when somebody recommended calling the dead files and they'll okay. bring in a team. Nice. Great. So that's okay. what we did. Okay. So did now the, the way that the show ended, as you know, it just says that you're still looking for a medium is, is that the case or have you, have you found somebody? Have you, are you good? Is the house okay? What's the status on that? Cindy, um, the producer called with some recommendations from Cindy, and I got in contact with one, and she was like, well, if I can bring and find somebody to come with me, I'll come. But then she never showed up. And oh, then yeah. another one that was in Austin, just, you know, less than a couple hundred miles down the road, I talked mm-hmm. to her on the phone, and she told me what I needed to do. And so... She just, we talked for like an hour or so on the phone and she nice. just said, do these things. And um, if it doesn't work, I'll come down, but I think okay. you can do it. Mm. Okay. And so I did what she said and uh, the house has been wonderful. Right. Really it's wow. been Good. awesome. I mean, I, we still have visitors, you know, that kind of, yeah. you know, hang about or whatever, but it's nothing anywhere close. Not one to... trying to. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. The yeah. Po- the yeah. Strong. Yeah. Good. Get yeah, out. he's gone. Good. And the portal portal is closed, right, Donna? Yeah, I think there's still that. Like I told, they tell me how to put a force field around the house, you know, protection okay. like a cube yeah. and around myself and things. One of the things that that I was measuring activity by was the camera in the bedroom. The orbs that would come through, they would come through, and they'd all head to the bathroom. It was like. A five-minute deal. They come in from all the walls and head into the bathroom, and then at sunbreak, sun or sunup, they'd head out, huh. and you could I mean, just count you gotta them. Go. You gotta go. You yeah, know? you gotta you go. Gotta go to work. I think. Where living? You, can, you can't you stay here. Go potty. <laughs> I don't know where. I don't know where you're going, but you can't stay here. But yeah, yep. and so it was one of those things where it was like I was measuring activity. I could. I would see things or feel things at night. And kind of signal the camera so I could go back and look and see if I saw something on the camera that coincided with what I felt. So Good. since I did that thing that Tiffany, the the medium out of Austin, told me, I awesome. very seldom even see one orb come through. Good. Great. Good. Oh, we're so glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm yeah. Love Everything's it when good. People man. can good. Good, good. live their life with not mean spirits. Yeah. Hanging about. Definitely. So speaking of that portal, I, again, got a little confusion because at one point it said that Cindy was saying that somebody opened it there. But then later on, she was in the kitchen. And she goes, it's here. It's under the ground, like when they were digging it. So was there any else, anything that clarified what she was feeling? Because I'm sure there is all connected. So there was a psychic that came in, Katrina, uh, before her, and um, I had been contacted by them. They wanted to come check out the house because one of the things that I was seeing was soldiers. I kept seeing soldiers, soldiers, soldiers. Mm -hmm. So this guy, he was an investigator, and he contacted me, and he was like, um, I guess he worked with her. 
And we were kind of talking simultaneously and she was seeing soldiers. Mm-hmm. So he was like, can we come out? And I said, yeah, anything, please help, you know. And so when she came out, she had told me that there was three different cemeteries off in the distance if the spirits were just coming, coming, coming to the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when Cindy came, she had said there's a portal, you know, in the kitchen and there's, there was another picture drawn and it was almost like a manhole in the ground and spirits yep. are just climbing out. Just wow. one after exactly how I pictured it. Yeah, yeah. They're just standing in the kitchen about, you know, and they're coming up, coming up. I uh, really wish they would have shown that picture. I um, wish they would have too. So but there's they said one. that we have that picture you want to send us to maybe. I don't Amy have it. it. They took that. Oh, they right. took, oh, that. took it. Yeah. 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 So one of the things we live near caverns and an aqueduct and our house is built mm-hmm. on limestone. Yep. So when they were building all the records. house, they were all conduits for whatever. So what she was saying off camera that when they built the house, there was some type of crack in the foundation of the earth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. these spirits are traveling through the caverns or the water or what have you, limestone, mm-hmm. and they're coming up through the the bottom of our house right into my kitchen, you know, type oh, thing. Nice. And Ooh. so that, and so it, when she, when she said that, I was like, oh my God, that's what Katrina said. You know, Katrina was like, they're coming, they're coming to your house and they're, they're coming in. And she, but she, Katrina had told me, and I think that's the same thing Cindy told me. The only bad person that, that was pointing out was the butcher. The rest of them were just mm-hmm. coming because they said, both of the people said with Reagan, Julia and myself being in the same house, it was like they a bright light in the dark na- darkness. So they're just coming. So, yeah. yeah. So that was yeah, that. Yeah. So I think that was Cindy's main point was that with Donna and Reagan together, both having yeah. abilities that really amped up uh, this yeah, portal, sure. actually opened it up, I guess. Sure. So that's how all the bad activity Fun started. started. Yeah. Good times, yeah. (laughs) So, Donna, you know, Cindy had mentioned that you, you know, had this and passed it on. Did you have any experiences when you were little or, you know, young? When I was little, the only thing I remember is uh, the night before my my great grandmother had a major heart attack. I asked my, my, like I said, my grandparents raised me. I said, uh, Mm -hmm. I asked my grandmother, she's putting me down to sleep. And I said, uh, would you be sad if, if, if Mama Kibido, that's what we call it, Mama Kibido, died? And she was like, well, not if she was in pain, you know. So the next night she died and she yeah. came to me and she said, uh, what made you ask me that? And I said, I, I don't know. You know, I was like, I think five, five or six. And uh, yeah. my birth mother, I could always, go, I would go to my grandmother. I would stand by the phone and she'd say, what's going on? I said, my mom's going to call. And she'd say, what? And I'd say, mama. And then the phone would ring. Oh, so wow. with Ray, with Reagan, I have a connection with my mom, with Reagan and Julia. I have a connection. And with my yeah. mother, even though she didn't raise me, there was some weird connection between us that we kind of were on the same wavelength. And I could sure. always predict when she would come around and, and when sure. she would call. And, and so... I never really revisited after that, but when we moved in here in 2004, other things happened, but I, I guess I just wrote it off as experiences anybody would have, you right. know, right? Yep. and stuff like that. But when we moved in here and I'm waking up and like, there's people standing by my bed and I'm like, 
Every night I'm telling my husband, I'm waiting for him to lock me up in the loony bin because every night I'm waking him up and saying, there's, there's a guy standing over there. And he's like, what are you talking about? You know? And I'm like, there is a guy standing over there. And he'd be like, oh, (laughs) you know? And, and so. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Wink, wink, you know? And, and, but he, he was very supportive at the same time, but that was one of the things when they would come in the room at night, I didn't want to wake him up. He had to work the next day. And so I would mm-hmm. come downstairs mm-hmm. and I would say, well, I'll just let whatever it is, follow me downstairs mm-hmm. and let him get some sleep. But there was the instances where I was being touched inappropriately. Yeah. And I remember laying mm-hmm. there going, am I feeling what I think I'm feeling? Because I'm about to get really pissed off right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And I what, what they didn't show was me getting up out of bed and actually cussing the room out. And, you know, and things like that and saying, you don't get to touch me like that. You know, I don't know, you know, whatever. And so it's not mm-hmm. like I was scared. I was mad. Yeah. Yeah. I was past being yeah. scared. I was sleep deprived. I was right. mad. And, you know, and I was like, we're not doing this. I got to get some no. sleep. Dennis has got to get some sleep. Reagan's got to get some sleep. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had a question for Reagan. Reagan, in the reveal and, and answer how you feel comfortable, but in the reveal, at one point, you're like, I feel like this is my fault and it's going after my mom and my dad. And, you know, they showed that part. But, I, you know, and I know I'm sure Donald and Dennis, you both were like, no, no, it's not. Yeah, um, exactly. But just wanted to know how you're feeling about that. If you're still putting that weight of blame on yourself or if you've kind of found ways to manage or work through that. Um, I would say after the show, my mom pretty quickly uh, did the whole thing on calling the medium and her doing the, the instructions of what to do. And I know that mm-hmm. the activity decreased a lot, um, you know, pretty pretty quickly after the show. So, no, I don't, I don't feel as bad anymore. I mean, I Good. do. Good. Um, at the time, yes, I did. But no, I, I think I definitely feel better about it. Um, since Good. since then, I've, I've moved out of the house. Uh, so, you know, I'm just glad that they are feel much more comfortable in their own home and that they're doing better now. Mm-hmm. Good. Do you have any activity where you're at right now? No, no, not really. We're good. My my fiance is very, very, um, very rational. And he's like, he's like, I've never, I've never, nothing's ever happened to me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never next season on the dead I know a few people the only yeah I know a few people like that and then they go but I've had this this and this happen that I can't explain but exactly the only thing he would say that uh right that would be different he's like he says he has dreams a lot more now than like than before but he's like but nothing scary or anything so someone's trying to talk to him (laughs) My husband's the same. He's like, I went on a tour. Nothing happened. So they're not real. And I'm like, okay, let's maybe just calm down a bit. That's because they're not attached to you. They're attached to you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm a a very rational person um, also. um, Mm -hmm. uh, And I'm not sensitive. I'm not sensitive. I mean, I, I mean, I, I get, I hear things, but uh, um. But I know, I know Donna and the, and the girls have seen some things, you know, and I, mm-hmm. and I believe, I believe them. I have an open mind about it. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, for myself, you know, when I see something, even if it's weird, I just rationalize it. Mm-hmm. Even right. like. Well, Dennis, well, do you work in like a science or engineering field? 
I know you were military. Yeah, so I've retired military, and, and now I, I, I'm a commercial estimator for, uh, okay, for, okay. for a glazing company, so a glass company, so. Okay. But, uh, well, I, I'm just, but he, he does, he does love engineering. He, at one time, he was going to be an engineer, so he does have that, that brain. type of mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's got that the brain. The that you think, through. It's so funny, because yeah. it was like, I could show, like, something levitating across the room, and be like, look, babe, look, look, see, look, it's levitating. He'd be like, well, I don't know. That could be the camera angle. And it looks like a dust particle, you know, and things like that. So it really wasn't, it didn't matter what I threw at him. You know, it was like mm -hmm. he would come up with something. I'd be like, you know what? Ah, oh, forget it. You know? And Did so, yeah. yeah. But he, but at the same time, he never called me crazy. He just Good. supported me like, you're crazy and I love you still, <laughs> yeah. you know? That's <laughs> No, it's just there's a catch in our brains that tells us we have to find a yep. logical explanation as to why it goes. So I have sure. a science background, so and I I've had plenty of experiences, not quite like you two, but um, but Dennis, I do often, and these two know with me. I'm like, well, could it have been something like this? I sure, mean, yeah. just, sure. just to the, play devil's advocate. I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. I will believe whatever you put in front of me. Yeah. And I'm somewhere and in between. Amy's so. the middle. Yeah, she's the middle. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's a flying UFO. And someone's like, it's a plate that two strings are attached to. And I'm like, oh, I see yeah. it now. But I'm the worst. I'm every kind Yeah, I believe anything. Yeah. Best friend. But Reagan is, is the hardest nut to crack, even though things are happening to her. What you didn't see off screen was that Reagan and Steve were arguing. Yes, Ooh. and yes, Steve we was like, it. they they were going at it, and and Steve was, was like, are you gonna do me. this, you know? And Reagan was like, well, I don't know, you know, I don't know, I don't know if I believe it. And Steve was like, he was like, he's like, I feel like you're not taking it seriously, you know. They were going at it, and I was like, I was like trying to rub Reagan's back, like let it go, let it go, <laughs> you know. And uh, Reagan, like she was, she wasn't backing down. She like Good. she. She was going to stand up like if it happened to yeah. her, she was like, I'll let her tell her like yeah. if she, something happened to her. She Reagan, was like, so they kept too, asking yeah. me. She's the middle child. Yeah. So they kept asking oh. me, especially when they showed like the picture. So I, like, but the stories that I told were true. Like the presence that I felt that was like really ominous mm -hmm. and, and like all that stuff that was, uh, yep. That was true. When they showed the picture though of like, you know, me being smothered, you know, in my bed and stuff like that. Um, you know, they kept asking me, you know, like, do you feel like you're you're in danger? You know, and I I kept telling them, like, I was like, I've never felt like I'm in danger. Like, I don't I've never felt right. like someone's out to get. Hey, everyone. We want to welcome our new sponsor, Gobble. As you know, life can get pretty hectic between work, errands and family time. Who always has the energy to plan, shop for and cook delicious meals every night? That's where Gobble comes in. It's a meal kit service that takes the stress and guesswork out of dinner. I used to dread the what's for dinner question every night. Gobble has been a game changer. They deliver fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and easy to follow recipe cards right to your door. Exactly. No more last minute grocery runs or scrambling for inspiration. Plus, the recipes are incredibly diverse. From healthy options to comfort food classics, there's something for everyone. And let's not forget that cooking together can be a fun family activity. Gobble's recipes are simple enough to involve everyone in the kitchen, even the little ones. So if you're looking for a way to make delicious, stress-free meals that the whole family will love, head over to the link in the show notes or on our website to get your first six meals for $36. Gobble. Make dinner amazing. 
We want to give a shout out to our newest affiliate partner, Just Brands. This is the company that makes the CBD and THC gummies that I have been talking about. I have purchased both the Delta 8 and the Delta 10 versions, and they're really nice. They're actually really tasty too, but I wouldn't recommend just eating a ton of them at once. I did buy them to help me sleep. And well, let's just say that one night I took one and when I went to bed, I felt myself melting into my bed. It was lovely. For a limited time, you can get 20% off these treats when you go to justcbdstore.com or just follow the link in the show notes and then use our promo code ACTIVITY24. This offer is good until March 27th, so get your gummies now. Hit me. I was like, I have felt a presence who's very like watchful and, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, I'm trying to get the word, but um. I was like, I have felt that, but I've never, I was like, but I've never felt like, like in fear of my life. Yeah. An intentional. I've never felt like in fear of my life. And yeah, I love it that you went against Steve because she did. So they, they kept coming would. back. And Steve like, was the mediator. I mean, Cindy, Cindy was a mediator. She was going, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, I get it. She's like, I have yeah. a scientific mind. He kept too. coming back and he was like, well, this guy is trying to kill you. He's out for your life. Like, he was like, he's after you. And I'm like, I get what you're saying. And I was like, I'm just telling you, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say like, yeah, I know I'm in fear of my life. You know? And, and then he was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for yeah. you. Yeah. Good for you. Stand up to Steven. Steve. Yeah. Are you going to feel like we'd be friends? <laughs> you, oh, yeah. yeah. Steve would be like, this color's purple and it's blue. And I'd be like, it's purple because he's got like that Brooklyn, like no nonsense. I'm Brooklyn, you know, kind of. Yeah. And Cindy would be like, it's okay. Both of you. <laughs> you know, it would be like, that would be Cindy. You know, she was like, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But Cindy was, they were all great. I think they, awesome. they cared. Mm-hmm. And I was really, and one of the other things that they cut out when they said that, um, Joe the Butcher was after Reagan. I immediately said, you have to go. And I didn't mean it like you got to go because you brought Joe the Butcher. I meant like you have to go because I didn't want her life to be in danger uh, living here in the house. And for months before the showing, it haunted me. I was like, oh, my God, are they going to are they going to? Post that I look like I'm kicking my daughter out. I was like, fine. You gotta go. You gotta get out. Get out. Take the butcher with you. And then Reagan Reagan records that and uses it for evidence against you every time. Yeah, pack both your bags. You know, so yeah, but I was I was like really worried about that. I was like, oh my God, are they gonna show that? And then they really edited it to where it was very respectful, I think, to all of us. It was, yeah. I mean, one thing we will say. Except it. for Dennis's fall, which they showed. Or they showed it a couple times too many. Yes, four or five well, times. Can we, yes. yes, I'm like, and I they was would like, show it. I was like, please don't show it anymore. And I'm like, can I stop watching this poor man plummet down and get knocked unconscious? Well, the, I get oh it. At the I'll first time it. I was watching you falling, and then I. After that, then I wanted to watch the ladder. So, like the last time I ladder. watched it, I was looking at the ladder the whole time, and you know, you're falling this way, but I'm looking at the ladder to see how it's moving because I thought I thought it had buckled. I thought the whole thing had buckled, but mm-hmm. I could see it was still straight. It just 
like it that. It was like pushed. So I'm glad that yeah. it's shown a few times, but I couldn't watch you falling off of it that much. Oh, it I would have just rewound so it. hard. Yeah. I, I zoomed in on the leg because David mm-hmm. said, I guess what he did. He zoomed in on the one leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, I watched Dennis. I went, yeah, I went back a few times and I, I watched Dennis, what he was doing at that time. And then I expanded it and I saw where it looks like the leg is literally kicked out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Because yeah. even when they told me that, I was still like, I don't know. You know, and then I watched it and I was like, oh, my God. You know, yeah. it literally yeah. looks like somebody was underneath or beside the ladder and kicked yep. that kicked leg, leg out. out. Yeah. Well, and yeah. How easily that it did, because obviously your weight was dispersed equally on the step that you were on your legs were you know you had the bend in the knees so they weren't locked out like it's not like you had the the shakes or anything all of a sudden you had the I also coached and I coached running form so I watch body language and stuff a lot so that's why I'm picking up on all this but I just watched the way that your feet were set and then it's almost like the ladder pivots really like quick yeah and then I didn't even pay attention to what happened to the ladder afterwards if it was still standing or if it got kicked off to the side but I also looked at that's a sidewalk you're on. It's not yeah. like you're on the, like my neighbor uh, a couple of weeks ago was blowing the like, leaves out of his gutter and he was on this little A-frame ladder that was maybe four feet high and he was standing up and he fell off of it because it was on uneven ground and he was on the top rung. Like he was fine, but mm-hmm. you know, that was uneven ground and off balance and everything that he was doing. Like literally you could see a leg in the air when he was standing on yeah. it, but yours was not. <laughs> Yeah, no. And if I, you do, uh, if you do zoom in, you will see that leg. Go ahead, babe. I'm sorry. No, I was just say the the ladder was stable. I mean, it, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I was on the sidewalk there, so it it's just a freak thing. I don't. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I Dennis, our freak named Joe the Butcher. Donalyn's like, uh, we just talked ourselves into a circle here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. What did we? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Just teasing, Dennis. Just teasing. So, yeah. Donalyn, you write romance. Are you going to mix in some horror now that you've got that? Yeah, you're have I, a mean, ghost I think story. I did that already. Um, yeah, you know, that's one thing that I I have a book that's almost, it's it's ready for release. And we're just in like the third round edits. And I haven't been able to do it because now I'm thinking about going in a different direction. And uh, with not horror, but more paranormal, like, uh-huh. the house the red brick house at the end of the road type thing you know with yeah. with my experience this year because other than um what happened with dennis and and the touching and things like mm-hmm. that it was and choking being choked you know and Gross. just being creeped out by hearing things your name being called or what have you oh um, got that yeah it wasn't it's not all negative you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's been um yep. yeah it's been quite the you know people like I tell Dennis all the time, I get a lot of soldiers and, you know, I, I'll tell Dennis, there's a soldier here, you know, can you talk to him and pass him on, you know, and things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. My son is also, he's an army and okay. Julia, you know, so I, when I have certain instances, I've actually said, can you go up in the room and talk to this guy that's up there? Because I think he's having issues with going on. And so my mm-hmm. whole family has been supportive. And so I do like that aspect of it, being able to help people. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't ever, I don't ever see myself maybe soliciting uh, people. But if like sure. I had a DoorDash driver yeah. come and her dad like showed up oh. 
And I was sitting here with this DoorDash driver and I was like, you're going to think I'm crazy, you know, but. and I, I, but, you know, and so I did this whole thing and I, she had moved down here from the East coast and inherited her dad's house and was having a lot of issues with mm. it. And she's like, just going through. And I said, uh, long story short, it ended up with her dad saying, um, tell her to go home under the, uh, under the bed on the, on my side of the bed, up near the headboard and the nightstand underneath the bed, there's something that will help her. And she says, is it papers? And I go, I, she said, is it money? And I said, I said, I feel like it's papers, but I, I don't know if it's money. So she took my phone number and she left and she goes, I'm going to go home right now. I'm going off and I'm going to go home. And so she texted me a picture of the Bible. She went home and she reached under where I said, and she pulled out the Bible. And her yeah. dad had had the Bible underneath the bed on that side, open to a passage. I can't recall the verse or the chapter, but mm -hmm. it was something like, don't worry, your brothers are with you or something like, like that. That's really and sweet. sweet. Yeah. So it, I won't go out of my way to do anything. But when something like that came in, I, I do like being able to help yeah. somebody like yeah, that. For sure. That's so cool. She probably really appreciates that, too. I mean, knowing that her dad is with her is always, you know, Oh, yeah, nice. he was. And he looked like Santa Claus, too. And I said, I'm seeing, like, Santa Claus? And she pulled up a picture of her dad, and he had the rosy cheeks and, and um, the nose and everything. Oh. And so I was like, wow, that's crazy. So even <laughs> for me, I'm still having a hard time uh, not thinking I'm crazy. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's yeah. still one of the, And I think with Reagan, it's the same thing. Reagan and I have always, when Reagan was young, we would go places. And, you know, back in the day, the digital cameras with the SIM card, you took a picture, yep. would preview on the screen. Yep. We mm -hmm. would go somewhere with Reagan and take a picture. And Reagan would have just orbs. But she always mm -hmm. had this one orb right here, this same size every time right here. Probably your and, grandmother. Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, she, I don't know if she had passed all the way back oh, then, but she, okay. she would just have hundreds of orbs around her. And so we would like test it and like switch out people, take the same position, send nothing. Yeah. But with Reagan, wherever we went, she was just surrounded, wow. surrounded by wow. orbs. Yeah. So I knew something was magical happening with her, you know. Yeah. Right, Reagan, you're magical. <laughs> well, you did call her your sparkly child. <laughs> She's my unicorn. <laughs> she did say that. <laughs> I wanted to ask um, Reagan if if you have, like Cindy was saying, that you can't just ignore your ability. You have to either hone it or turn it off. And I'm wondering if if you've been able to do one or the other. Or I guess I could say I've kind of turned it off. I. I don't, um, I haven't gone to talk to a medium or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I'm just so incredibly busy these days. Uh, I just don't have what? time. What? You're busy? So, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I just, I guess at this point I've kind of just turned it off. Yeah. Sure. Um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. I feel, and I, like I said in the show to you, like, I feel like if I did like really try and hone my abilities or really put a lot of um a lot more effort into it i kind of a little bit afraid of like what would happen that's understandable right. so i kind yep. of understandable for sure and yeah. you don't owe it to anybody yeah. nope you gotta do what's right for do you. it your decision yeah for sure however if you pass it along you might be able to help somebody else <laughs> yeah, no, I guess. later in life 
Yes. Or sometimes yeah. able to pay attention for those signs. True. Yeah. What she's, yeah. I don't know. That's one thing we were talking about. It wasn't, it wasn't just Reagan had moved back. Reagan was living on her own with her daughter and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And when they moved back in. And so it was actually Julia was coming over all the time. So it was Reagan, Julia, myself, and Marceline, Reagan's daughter. So there was okay. actually four of us in the same house. Oh my and gosh! So that's she just a lot of energy. Yeah. yeah. So one you thing were like I don't know, Reagan, of those spirits. Yeah. So one of the things Reagan had told me, I don't know if she wants to tell the story of what Marcy did when she was little, uh, when she was on the phone with her dad. No, that was so funny. Um, yeah, funny so we and horrifying, fa- but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were FaceTiming, and uh, so it was like me and Marcy together. We we're FaceTiming our dad. We were upstairs and um, in the upstairs living room. And like as she's talking to Marcus, her dad, she just randomly, like, she's like going in circles, like talking to him. She like stops and she like looks in my parents' room. And their doors are open, but their lights are off. So it's just like a pitch black, you know, room or whatever. And she stops, she looks in there and she's like, hey, do you see that guy? And Ruby and I were both like, no. Nope. And nope. she was like, yeah. So she starts walking into the room and she's Holy like, cow. you don't see him? And she tests her dad on the phone, like the camera. And so she like takes the phone with her and she just like walks into the room, <laughs> like this pitch black room. And she's staying in the middle of it. I'm waiting. I'm in the living room. Like, she is braver there. than yeah. me. And she walks in there and she's talking to her dad and she's like, daddy, you don't see him? Like, you don't see that man like right there? And he's like, no, Marcy, I don't see that man right there. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm I'm kind of like laughing. I'm just like, what the, like, what the heck, you know, like whatever. And, um, and she just keeps saying it over and over again. Like, she's like, you can't see him. He's standing right there. And he's like, no. And he's like, Reagan, can you come get the phone? Like, he's like, I'm just seeing blackness, like it's the black room. And, and so I finally I was like, Marcy, I was like, get out of there. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, come yeah. back over here. And she's like, but I see him. And I was like, we're, we're not going to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Oh. So there's, there's no one. There's no one there. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I, yeah. Gwen's in the family. So that makes sense. Yeah. So no stranger yeah. danger is what you're saying. Yeah. She's yeah. far braver yeah, exactly. than me. <laughs> like, don't ever do that again. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, there's a man in there. And I'd go the other way. And she's like, what's that? That's what I was saying. Was, she walked in there, walked in that room by herself. Yeah. I was like, go. Brave little girl. No, she's, but, she's braver yeah, than me. So I'd be like, exactly. I'm done. Oh yeah, goodness. she would come in to Grandma and Grandpa's room at night, you know, and say somebody was in the corner of her room. And I, I finally talked to her one night and I said, but but have they ever heard you, you know, or anything like that? She's like, no, no. She probably started staying in there. And I, I kind of figured that room is like, it's uh, before Reagan and Marcy moved in, it was an office and it had all of Dennis's military memorabilia. Mm-hmm. And some of my grandfather's stuff, too. And so the desk in there is actually, the desk has got, I'm 55. The desk has got to be like 70, 80 years old. And it was my grandfather. And that's the room. Yeah, that's the room that I would smell the cigar cigar smoke. When I would get up in the middle of the night and walk by the office, I would smell that smoke. Uh And so I figured it was my grandfather at his desk you know, yeah. or something, but I didn't want to tell her that, you know, right, I was just yeah. like, I'm sure, you know, whoever's in there's, they've never hurt you. They're probably watching out for you. But of course, grandma and grandpa are never going to turn down snuggles with the grandbaby, oh, you know? No. So we're, we're throwing the covers back and going, get in here. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, 
So, you know, but yeah, but at the other house she's doing, she's doing okay. And I did smell the smoke just a couple of nights ago. I came downstairs and as I came down, I could smell it. And I was oh. like, hey, hey, grandpa, mm-hmm. you know, and what yeah. was crazy, what was, here's the crazy part that you didn't see on camera. So my grandfather chewed tobacco. He wasn't like a redneck hick or anything. Well, he was, but not like that. But he was a he was he was a he was a business guy. You know, he was a retired military, retired civil civil service, and everything. But he chewed tobacco, and he had this big can. But he was very, I almost I, I almost say like he was a fashionista for his time. He wore uh-huh. the silk, and you yeah. know, he just always looked really great. But he chewed tobacco, and uh, but on Sundays. He would smoke a cigar or his pipe. Mm-hmm. And, but it was only on Sundays when I was around after they adopted me. It so happens that the day that Cindy came to do the investigation, the walkthrough. It was a Sunday? That she saw him Sunday. was a Sunday. And she said he oh, lit wow. up a cigar. Mm. Nice. Wow. That's, yeah. That's so cool. And speaking of Cindy, now we've heard in the past, at least the last few episodes, that Amy did her walk before Steve got there. Was Cindy there before or after when Steve was there? It was after. Well, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. So here's the thing. So they came here to do the show with Amy. Okay. Mm. And then something happened and the show got postponed. So yeah. Steve had come down mm-hmm. to do the investigation or everybody had come down and then everything got postponed. Okay. And so what, I don't know how much they did that time, but then when they, I knew they had gone on some site visit, but then later I got a call saying Cindy was going to be taking over. Okay. So okay. when they came, when they came back down that time, Cindy came in cold. I mean, it's, you sure. know, and did the walkthrough. Mm-hmm. Before Steve had actually, we hadn't done any interviews whatsoever with Steve. Okay. He had, I think they were just doing like the background of the city and things like Got that it. and talking to people like that. But they had, there had been no personal interviews done or anything like that. Okay. So did Amy actually come to your house or did she just come into town? Did you meet her or anything? No, From we what didn't I meet understand, Amy. Yeah, we didn't meet her. Is that She came to town and came to the house for it didn't happen type okay. thing. I, I don't know everything that happened. I, I just, I'm, that I could be saying wrong, but you know, it was just one of those things where I know they came and uh, then I got a call saying, uh, you know, we have to, we're going to have to postpone it. And then the next thing I knew, Cindy was, was taking okay. over. So, okay. It was a bummer because I really wanted to meet Amy, but I think the most important thing for Amy is, doing what's important for Amy, yeah. you know, right. mm-hmm. she does, she doesn't know anybody, anything. She doesn't know me, anything. She doesn't mm-hmm. know Joe's health, you know, yep. and her, her health. And, you know, I follow her and I, the main thing yep. I want for her is happiness. Right. Yep. So yep. it were, even if they never would have come to my house, even if the dead files would have been canceled and it never would have happened again, it would have been most important that I know that everybody was happy, especially Amy. I don't want anybody to get hurt or, right. you know, yeah do anything that's gonna gonna happen I, you know her 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 she's important yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so it's i guess it's the same order right donna i mean so it, it's normally well I, yeah so cindy did come in that sunday and then we did the interviews after that right 
Okay. Right, right. Okay, okay. Number, we've heard both ways on some of them, but it sounded like more and more that they were starting to do more of the walkthrough before, before and yeah. then the then Steve comes in, even though they show you being interviewed as 11 hours earlier. No, you're right. I think, I think Dave came in and was doing whatever he needed to do, whatever mm -hmm. with what the, the producers had talked to me about or us about. Mm -hmm. okay. I think mm -hmm. they were coming in and researching all of that. And he was doing yeah. maybe sit down. I don't, they don't tell mm -hmm. you what's going yeah. on. They just kind of say, show up and we're going to do this, you know? So yeah. the order, but I do think you're right. I do think it was one of those things where they got our information and they started investigating that type of thing, the area. And then yep. Cindy came in and then, but then Steve was here, but then they did our interview. Okay. Okay. And then the sit, yeah, and then they sat down. Did you end up having to go like to a hotel or something for a night or two while they were, while Cindy was doing the we walk did. and all that? We okay. did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think that's nice. what the craziest part was, is they had, uh, the producer had called and said, I'm going to have you talk to Steve before we go down there. So the, they did a three-way call with Steve and he basically said, we're not going to show it with just one guy with a camera. Like there's going to be a lot of people in your house. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were like, okay. So I still didn't get it till it yeah. happened. <laughs> and there was literally like 25, 30 was, people in my house with lights outside, you know. It was a lot of people. It was like, yeah, it was like 50, 20, been, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. There was like white vans up and down my street with with electrical cords. Yes. I think we blew the circuit there a couple of times, Oops. you know. <laughs> and my neighbors, you know, like what the hell's going on at that house? And their producer had told me, he said, "We're not going to tell anybody what happened, what's happening. So if any of your neighbors come over, you know, we're just going to tell them we're shooting a Manning's commercial or something." <laughs> so later, I, mean, I found out one of my neighbors did come over and say, "Hey, what's going on there?" And you're like, "We're shooting a Manning's commercial," <laughs> and I was like, "It literally looked like the FBI yeah. had all these bands." Oh my God, Manny's commercial. And, <laughs> I love and that. it was so cold that they you couldn't come up with a better, better excuse. I would have come out with something way more yeah. elaborate. But yeah, they had the cords uh, coming in and out of the front door. So it had been so hot before they came. Mm -hmm. And it had been like 80s and 90s. And then I, I had told the producer, I said, Jeremy, I said, uh, Look at the weather before you come because you're coming. What was it, babe? February? Was it February? February yeah. March? Beginning of February. Okay. Yeah. I said, when in Texas, when it hits February, it could, you could be playing soccer and football in your shorts in December and January, but from February and March, look at the weather because that's when we get our cold. Okay. And okay. so yep. when they got here, it was freezing. And that's why I have the shawl on. Because they had cords outside the door mm -hmm. and it was uh, freezing so the inside open. the house. Oh, yeah. I see. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, it was so cold. Well, I remember thinking you looked really cute and I loved your shawl. So it works <laughs> for me. You looked Thank adorable. you. Yeah. I was, I was curious as to what time of year it was shot because we know that other ones were more like September, October timeframe, which would explain why there was such a delay in 
the second half of the season coming out in September rather than the rest yeah. in June. Yeah, mm-hmm. and back to what we were wearing when Julia was going to be in the show because they did interview Julia, my other one. And so we were sitting at the ter- uh, table with Jeremy and he was like, okay, so this is what you can wear and this is what you can't wear. And you can't wear plaid you can- and only one of you can wear black. So Julia, my youngest, my baby, she goes, that's me. I'm wearing black. And of course, she's the thinnest of all of us. Like, you don't get to wear, you don't get to call black. You don't get to call black. Yeah. Sorry, vetoed. Yeah. So she said, I wear black. And so Reagan and I had to come up with something else to wear. But Reagan's thin anyway. But I, for me, I'm mom seniority and the biggest of them all. So I wanted black, but I didn't get it. But then they cut Julia out completely. And she was completely in black, you know, and it was like, oh, yeah. So you could have won there. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> you know, yeah. hold that one over Julia yeah. for a while there. And she moved to Colorado too. So that's one thing with her, with Reagan moving out and Marcy not being here and Julia moving to Colorado. Mm-hmm. It's just, and see, Julia's a little instigator. Let me tell you Julia. So when we lived in Virginia, she always wanted to go to the battlefields and do all these things. And she was convinced the house was haunted. Mm-hmm. And then but she was like, Mom, calm down. It's Nothing's going out of the house. And then when she went to Colorado, she moved right by a cemetery. I'm like, you're, you're looking for trouble, kid. But she's, she's a lot of fun. She's a lot of fun. Yeah. I like Julia, too. She's a lot like. of fun. Uh, Dennis, I do have one question for you, because I know that this kind of came up in the reveal, too. And, you know, you kind of lamented that i didn't know this was going on with reagan and i felt like i don't i haven't talked to my daughter a lot in the last however long it was yeah it just broke my heart yeah that was you feel differently now i i would love to talk to my girls uh more often uh but you know after i um we you know we when we and when the episode came out uh reagan was over here and we kind of had you know a little you know watch it all together kind of party and uh mm-hmm. And she saw that and she said, no, we, dad, we talk enough, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. but I, I, so what I'm hearing is Reagan, call your dad. Yeah. <laughs> I think we talk plenty. Just teasing Reagan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I would, I, Reagan's like, I'm actually going to call less. Yeah. No, I, I always want to talk to the kids more. So, uh, I don't talk yeah, to my son him. enough, you know? And yeah. He, he could talk to his kids every day for hours, which he does with Julia, you know, but, you know. It must be a dad oh, thing. Oh, yeah. He, he's really like uh, that. But I, I he could talk to them every day for hours and he'd still be like, I need to talk to him more. My, my dad's that I way, too. I talk to my kids like once every three no. months and I'm like, wait, why are you calling me? What do you need? I'm busy, you know. Oh, my God. You're my dad. <laughs> I'm like, why are you calling me? What do you want? And Dennis is my mom because I talk to my, my mom. I'm going to nap. Leave me alone. Multiple times a day. Yeah. And I call my dad and he's like, what do you want? And I'm like, I, can I just talk to you? And he goes, no, what do you want? And I'm like, okay. About a thousand dollars in cash. <laughs> I'm always like awkward. I'm like, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey. And they're like, hey, mom, what do you have to I'm like, uh, nothing. And I'm like, want to talk to your dad? And they're like, yeah, okay, I guess, you know. <laughs> we just, we have a family Snapchat group going on in a family text chain. And there's a lot of memes that go back and forth. And we just have conversations and memes. My brother, sister. And parents and I, yep. Yeah, we do a lot. Yeah, we do do that. We do do that. <laughs> I don't know how people communicated before yeah. memes and hieroglyphics. I don't know. I know. Like we had to use real words. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah, smoke. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, is there 
Is there anything we haven't covered that you want to be sure our listeners and viewers know about your experience or about what's going on? Or about your book coming I, out? I, it's not going on. No, I do. Well, for me, I just want to say how grateful I am, you know, to uh, the Dead Files and to everybody yeah. uh, putting it all together. And really uh, with Cindy and Steve, I mean, it was it was a great experience. It really was. It was uh, it was awesome. And, you know, I, I, I'm not sensitive and I know all the stuff that was happening, but to get it all in, in that, you know, that one week, that, that few days period and to get it, you know, to see the show kind of put it all together. It's like, oh, wow, mm -hmm. there's more than I thought was going on, yeah. you know? And that's really what I meant when I said, I don't talk to, yeah. you know, Reagan <laughs> enough is there was more than I thought was going on. Right. So it was, it was good to, to see it and uh, yeah. to get all that help. So yeah. that was cool. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Good. Um, I just wanted to say, like, when we when we built the house, and especially when we were putting in the pool, like like I said earlier with the Poltergeist movie, I was like, ah, uh, we live on uh, Comanche or Cherokee. What is it, babe? I'm sorry. It's Comanche and Apache. Is it like Cherokee Comanche or Apache? Is that area? Comanche? Comanche. Yes, Comanche just, and Apache. Yeah. So, Pueblo uh, our town means buffalo, and so before we built the house um, oh. or the pool. I talked to an elder outside of Oklahoma and he gave me a lot of history on the area and things like that. And I was really surprised. So that's the only thing that I really wanted to give a shout out to the Native Americans that, that were in this area, that their tribes are in this area and things like that, that, you know, um, be respectful of this land. And, you know, um, that's one thing mm -hmm. that I came to peace with when, because I, I was seeing the same Native American here repeatedly. And um, I kind of made peace with that here. and and did some things that the elder told me to do and i just kind of still feel like okay. um for this area after reading the history that's that's one thing is like just don't ignore that if you move into an area that you know this type of battles yep. happened and blood was shed that you need to be respectful of that area mm -hmm. and pay homage honor it and, and respect it and Absolutely. you know give a shout out or prayer yeah. or whatever you got to do you know to the area and that's what we do the incense and we have wind chimes and everything like that out there to pay homage to the area. That's beautiful. Yeah. Let's forget. Building really over nice. it, not acknowledging it, isn't going to make it right. not have happened, yeah. isn't going to make exactly. it not exist. So, um, and it, Dennis, I do want to well, thank, thank you. both you and your son for your service. Um, thank you so much for for doing that for our country. I, I'm just really appreciative of you guys. So thank you so much. It's an honor to serve. Thank you very much, though. What branch were you in, if you don't mind my asking? I I did 31 years in the Air Force. Oh. And my my son's in the Army. He's been in, I think, 15 years now. So Okay. Well, thank you. So was it really interesting to find out that your house is at former airfields and there was a Tuskegee Airman that passed away not far from there? I mean... That, that's, that's really cool, actually. Yeah. The Tuskegee Airman, it's... Um, so I, I, I worked at Randolph for um, many okay. years and that's the Air Force yep. Base that's nearby. And so, Randolph Air Force, yeah. so uh, and I was a superintendent of a flying training group and one of our squadrons was a former Tuskegee squadron. So really, I had, wow. I had that. Wow. Yeah. So I had that connection to Tuskegee Airmen and the flying down. That's awesome. You know, yeah. That one crashed um, and died here wasn't great, but it's still, it's a. Uh, no, uh, the way they uh, they uh, told the story was, I thought, very respectful and very um, yeah. honorable. So, mm -hmm. 
Especially because Steve yeah. was in the military, so I think he has a soft spot for, Steve, for that. Steve is, yeah. Steve is super yeah, cool. Yeah, he really, really I, I like him a lot. Yeah. So Good. he's really cool. Yeah, I thought the way that they described her, that the spatial disorientation and just kind of talking through how yeah, how your senses get thrown off and, and uh, you know, another way for people to connect maybe is a little bit with Simone Biles when she was having some of yeah. her, what was the, um, where she was having some yep. of that spatial disorientation and she was afraid she couldn't land and that's why so like that was a similar thing obviously much more dire when you're in a plane and you're losing oxygen potentially right right it's a yeah it was definitely it reminds me of um i don't remember the exact name of it but there was a flight school in florida where um they were going out on a it was in like maybe the 70s i'm fuzzy on the details and they were going out for like their last flight training and they all got lost uh they think it was that spatial um oh my god what, the disorientation thank you right and so they yeah they all got lost and then they sent more people out to look for them and those people got lost too i can't remember the name of it i'm so sorry i'm so vague but um it was a big uh I think it's in the Bermuda Triangle or close to the Bermuda Triangle. It's in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, that's that's a, a well-documented sto- uh, case of a whole squadron of um, aircraft that were launched. Yes. Yeah. I think it was, it's just so interesting and so heartbreaking that all of those people were lost for, and and bless their hearts, I'm sure they thought they were doing what they could do. So it's, it's, it's happened. It real, it's happened. And. Anyway, way to bring it down, Megan. What did y'all say that special with Cindy Cause and Steve Shippey? Because they touch on that Bermuda Triangle airfield plane crash, the flight of uh, whatever. Last of flight 19? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, that, yeah, that deals with Thank that right you. there. Yeah. There have been multiple podcasts mm-hmm. on it, and mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting, interesting. The Bermuda Triangle is interesting. That was I'll, December I'll 5th that. of 1945. Wow. Oh. So I was close. In you were. You were only 30 years off. No, there, there was off. another one Fine. in the 70s. There was well, one th- in the 70s. It was, uh, okay. yeah, look at the Steve Shippey specials with Cindy Calder. There, there's that one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank You're you, welcome. Donald Lynn, for d- validated. <laughs> Finally. Only 28 years. <laughs> Well, thank you yes. again so much, everybody. We Yes, thank you all so much for joining. We're so grateful that you agreed. Uh, we loved your show, and, and we're glad that it seems to have settled for yes. you. That's the most important yes. thing, that you're yes. able to be happy you. in your home because that's your yes. safe haven. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Thank you guys very much. All right. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Y'all been awesome. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank yeah. you. Awesome. Have a great rest of your day. All right. You Thanks too. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining. Um, next time, we will be recapping. We're going to record in person. Yep. And we're going to watch the episode together. And then we are going to talk about it after that. So that's what we're going to be doing next week. And I don't know the name of the episode. I haven't seen that far ahead. Can you see that, Amy? Uh, uh, let me check here quickly. I, I guess like... Uh, Megan, do some uh, intermittent music. Do, 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 do.
Season 15, episode Oh yeah, Chaos in the, the canyon. canyon. Okay. And it is Lisa and her husband pour their blood, sweat, and tears into their California home, but renovations seem to have an, have to angered a malevolent force, putting their lives in serious danger. Out of options, Lisa turns to Cindy and Steve to save her family. Because of the renovations, that always stirs them up. Sure. You know, I saw somebody asking about this on Cindy's... Actually, I don't know if it's this one, but they were asking about, when are you going to do the California episode? Because I went there after you did, and I definitely saw some and experienced some of the same things you did. Um, it was on Cindy's uh, Facebook post about the Butcher episode. Oh. Oh, huh. interesting. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> well, I will see if I can... Um, if I can track down that owner, I just got lucky with Donalyn. Um, yeah, she had a, a a unique name, and I googled the name and romance author, and I found her, and found her on Facebook and her 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 author page on Facebook, and it had her email address, so I emailed her. So hopefully, I can find um, Lisa and who is it? Oops, is it? it just says her husband. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, maybe I can. Where did I get hers from? I don't know. Did it say, uh, maybe it is Chris, maybe you just somehow know that. Maybe. Um, does it say where they are? Are they in Texas Health? It just says California. Oh, it's California. Okay. Okay. Well, okie dokie. I'll try and find them. So, might as well have been, like, the most common name. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In one of the biggest states. Right. Yep. I, I'm sure I can find Lisa in California. It should be no problem. It can't it should be, be easy. Ah. Can't be that many. No. Yeah. Probably no more than five. You're going to start your own PI business, yeah. right? If I could find her, um, then I should, because I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll talk more about Friday, but uh, have a good week. All right. Sounds good, ladies. Goodbye. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. Please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the Boo Pod Network of super cool podcasts. Nailed it.